The Direction Daily S&P 500 Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker SPXL for the 3X Bull and XPSS for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the S&P 500 index for a single day. The S&P 500 index holdings include names such as Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, and Facebook, with index sector weightings including information technology, healthcare, financials, and consumer discretionary. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on S&P 500, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Careful to consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services. Well, it's easy to forget that big companies like Amazon.com and Tesla were once small businesses. And if you're looking for the next generation of up-and-comers, well, I think you're going to like what we've got for you. Today's ETF battle is a triple header between three small cap ETFs. It's American Century going up against Vanguard, going up against State Street Global. So you don't want to miss this. Stick around. Welcome to ETF Battles. I'm Ron DeLegge. If you're here for the first time, be sure to hit that subscribe button. Also, the like button if you've been enjoying our programming. If you'd like to see a certain ETF battle, post your ticker symbols in the comment section below or on our Twitter feed, at ETF Guide. Well, today's battle was requested by a viewer named Massey. I double-checked to verify if there's a family connection to star football player Lionel Messi. And Massey confirmed with me that there is no relation between him and Messi. So I guess my hopes of bumming an autograph have been shattered. Because we've chosen Massey's matchup, though, here's the silver lining. He wins an ETF battle shirt or a coffee mug. His choice. So Massey, congratulations. And please follow the instructions in the comment section below to claim your prize. Now, today's small cap triple header is between three ETFs. We've got American Century going up against Vanguard and State Street Global. So these are two index linked small cap ETFs versus an actively managed product. Judging today's contest is Mike Akins at ETF Action and Todd Rosenbluth at CFRA Research, the best in the business. Guys, great to see you again. Welcome back. Great to be with you, and great to see you again, Mike. Yeah, great being here, guys. Thanks, Ron. So we're going to get started looking at these ETFs in four categories, beginning with cost, exposure strategy, performance, and then the mystery category where our judges can pick that single factor or multiple factors to make their arguments against or in favor of whatever ETFs that they decide. They can also opt for a split decision or nominate wildcards. So let's see what our judges have up their sleeve. Let's begin with the first category, which is cost. Todd, get us started. Well, this is simple. Uh, VBR, it's a Vanguard product. Vanguard products tend to be among the cheaper products in any category. And in this case, it is. It has the lowest expense ratio. It also trades a lot uh, and more than the two other products. I would note that even though I'm choosing VBR, uh, the American Century product, AVUV, that's actively managed, that we'll talk more about, is relatively cheap for an actively managed ETF. It's just not relatively cheap versus VBR. So VBR is my winner. 
Thank you, Todd. Strong start. Mike, you're up next in terms of cost. How do you see it? Yeah, I don't have a lot to add. I mean, pretty much every time we have a Vanguard product, uh, we're going to talk about battling costs. It's like bringing a knife to a gunfight. So I got to give the cost exposure to VVR. But uh, I think in the cases we'll demonstrate throughout this battle, um, I don't think the cost differentiation is enough to make a difference in picking the right ETF here. So I mean, AVUV at 25 basis points and SLIV at at 15 basis points are very reasonable and they have very different exposures across the three. So um, giving it to Vanguard on this case, but I don't think it's a driving factor for your decision across these three strategies. That takes us to exposure strategy. Mike, you're still up. How do you see it? All right. Well, this is where we get to get into the fun of, of these um, three three strategies. You know, they're all, they're all value. Um, so we'll just start there, but they're very um, different. Outside of the fact that they're extremely diversified, all three of them have a ton of names. Um, they all have very, you know, less than 10% in the top top 10 names. So you're going to get a very diversified portfolio across all three, but that's kind of where it stops. Um, and where I would start first and foremost is um, kind of the capitalization, right? How do you define small cap? Um, and in this case, you know, you think about um, the only one that's true, the, the most pure play from the way we define small cap is going to be Slivy, and that it's got 67% in companies that are $2 billion in market capitalization or smaller, whereas VBR only actually has 15% in that category with the vast majority of the allocation to mid-cap names, meaning $2 billion to $10 billion, the way we classify it, and even um, 10% in large cap names greater than $10 billion. So that's a big um, thing to note there is that VVR is going to get you a lot more exposure to mid-cap and small-cap than you might realize based on name alone. Um, AVUV um, and Slivy are both much closer, but um, Slivy has the largest exposure to the smallest names. The second piece to think about is true value. Um, if you're going to look at pure um, cheapness of portfolio, whether I'm looking at price sales, price earnings, um, EV to sales, across the board, Avanis is the cheapest. Um, so for my pure value play, I'd have to give it to AVUV. But then the last piece, and anytime you're thinking about factors or styles, you've got to be thinking about sectors. And a big reason Avantis is cheaper than the rest is it's got about a 13% allocation to energy. Um, and that energy name is also the reason when we get into performance, why it's outperformed. I am not quite on the um, energy is going to outperform in the future train yet. Um, I do think that cyclicals are, are attractive, but I'd be wary of small cap energy names, which still do not have a lot of quality characteristics to them. So taking all that together and thinking about um, true purity to size, purity to style, and then your sector allocations, I like Slivy. That's my winner. And it's a pretty outright winner for me in this, in this battle. All right. Very good. I got you down for Slivy. Thank you very much, Mike. And now we move to Todd for exposure strategy. How do you see it? Well, first of all, I didn't know we had definitive winners versus winners. So my winner is AVUV. So Mike highlighted about the importance of looking at small caps. I agree with him about that, looking at value. But when you're looking at small cap and value, you want to make sure you're not buying falling knives, companies that have that have struggled that are unlikely to bounce back around. And that's why a quality filter plays a role here. 
So AVUV includes a quality approach. It's part of a strategy that looks at the relative profitability, relative being the important aspect of this, whereas SLIV, the Shadetree product, which is tied to the broader S&P 600, companies need to be profitable in order to make it into the 600. So there is a bit of a quality filter to it, but it's done on an absolute level as opposed to a relative level. We also like that it's actively managed. We think that you can sort through the universe of small cap value to find companies that are undervalued during that period of time. And they may very quickly stop being undervalued and revert back to the mean. And then you don't want to have them in the portfolio and an index based approach that looks at valuation on a yearly basis is just too long a period of time. We think for the value pun unintended that you should be getting. So AVUV would be my winner here uh, from a importance from the quality aspect and the ability that it is actively managed relative to those two other products. That's my definitive winner. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, Todd. Next up is performance. Todd, you're still up. Give us your analysis. So definitive again here. I know Mike's going to probably tell you why he doesn't think this performance can be repeated, but AVUV is beating the pants off of these two other products by over a thousand basis points within the past year, even stronger, I believe, in a year-to-date basis. It doesn't have the same long-term track record. That's why I'm using apples to apples when everybody has that same starting point. AVUV has been the better performer uh, on a past basis and we think it's likely to continue to do so, but I'll save that for my mystery category. AVUV uh, is the winner from a performance basis. Mike, how do you see it in terms of performance? Uh, do you agree with Todd's analysis? Absolutely, definitively not. Um, so I will just, uh, since we're using the definitive word, uh, I, I like AVUV um, from a screening perspective. I do not like the energy. I'd be curious to know what CFRA's take on outlook of energy is right now, but you know, if you look at that outperformance, it's coming from energy. Um, that they've had a heavy exposure to energy relative to the other two products, and that is, um, you know, great for the last year. I mean, you look at sector returns over the last year. Um, energy is killing it um, at the large cap level, level, and it's really killing it at the small cap level. So, um, from that perspective, I kind of discount the one-year performance, and also it is one-year performance where the other two have much longer track records. Um, so to that extent, when I look at performance, no question, since inception, which is short because of AVUV just launching at the end of 2019, um, they, they're winning the past performance battle right now. But I would go with um, SLIV. Um, it's going to be a pure exposure to value, in our opinion. It's a pure exposure to small caps. And that's what you're buying here. The battle should be about small cap value. And I think um, exposure strategy plays into performance in this case. And actually, we're We'll get into it in mystery, but I'm very bullish on small cap value. So you want to make sure you're getting a purest form as you can. And I think of these three, Sly V delivers that and will deliver better returns looking forward if the macro call on small cap value plays out. Thank you, Mike, as well as Todd, to those definitive takes on performance. Now we move to mystery battle category where our judges can give us that single factor or multiple factors that uh, make their arguments that much more persuasive. So, Mike, you're up. Give us your mystery battle category. Who is it or what is it and who wins it? So well, my mystery category, I'm going to take it back a little bit here and take it up to the 30,000 foot level and talk about macro. When you're talking about styled investing, you really it's it's a a big part of your, your decision process here is 
what is your macro backdrop and why are you doing it? And my mystery category is past doesn't repeat itself, but oftentimes it looks a lot alike. And if we take ourselves back to the tech bubble and we think about, you know, I don't think many people are going to argue that the mega tech names, the uh, mega innovation names are extended, right? It's a little bubble issues out there in the market, similar to what we saw in, in 99. We're seeing a lot of the same frothiness, not in the whole market, but in, in corners of the market. And if you want to see what did well during the tech, um, when the tech bubble finally burst, it was small cap value. Um, and I think that we could be setting up for a very similar uh, situation um, playing out. I don't. I still want to have innovation in my portfolio. I still want to have growth. I always want to be invested. But repurposing some of my portfolio into small value, I think, is both a great uh, macro call right now. But I also think it's a great hedge to probably a lot of over allocations that have occurred in the last year, 10 years to your large cap innovation names. Um, and this would be a good way to kind of hedge that with something that could perform well if that bubble starts to, to burst or at least deflate a little bit. Um, so my mystery category is past doesn't um, always repeat itself, but there's a lot of similarities. And I think we could be setting up for some of those similarities here. So I don't think you can go wrong with any of these strategies. Um, my winner is going to be Slivey for all the reasons I've already said. It's the purest in size. We believe it's the purest in long term. Um, style. And I currently like the allocations a little bit across the sectors and industries. And sectors and industries are really important when, when looking at factors and style. Thank you very much, Mike. Up next is Todd. What is your mystery battle category and who wins it? Well, before I give you my mystery battle category, Mike asked the question of me to you. So we are favorable on energy stocks. We think that energy is going to continue uh, to move higher. With small cap stocks, of course, there's more risk related to it in terms of how they can survive. That's, again, why the quality filter uh, plays an important role uh, for the overall portfolio. We at CFRA, I'll meet, my mystery battle category is the CFRA star rating. We at CFRA have a forward-looking uh, projection about ETFs, where it's going to go in the next nine months. Uh, we have three star ratings on both AVUV uh, and VBR, whereas SLIV is a two-star rated ETF. So let me kick that one out since we think it's going to underperform the broader category. And it's side-by-side. Side. It would be more of a heads-up uh, toss-up. But when I do a tiebreaker of my own, we look for what's differentiating and the reward potential. We think there's more reward potential with AVUV. So that would be my winner in this camp. Uh, and again, for some of the reasons that I touched on earlier, but from a, a forward-looking perspective, we don't think either of these ETFs is going to significantly outperform the broader equity category, but AVUV looks strong to us. Now we've moved to the part of the program where our judges can pick their overall battle winner. So, Todd, give it to us. So, AVUV is my winner overall. It's a slight premium that you have to pay for active management. And I say slight, you know, it's, it's quite cheap for an actively managed ETF. We like the quality filter that's part of the exposure. We like its track record during a period of time when small cap value has recovered nicely. It's doing better than its broader category. And we think it has more reward potential. So, to us, AVUV would be the winner. Thank you very much, Todd. Mike, your last opportunity to weigh in. Give us your overall battle winner. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Sly V um, as my overall winner. And the three reasons I've kind of hit pretty hard all the way across. Um, we think it has the most allocation to small caps 
um, in a traditional sense of what is small cap. Um, it, it wins both on a weighted average perspective as well as total allocation to small caps, whereas VBR and AVUS play a lot more in the mid cap um, space and VBR even plays in the large cap space. Um, and then, uh, you know, style from a standpoint of as an index, um, you know, you can look back Sly V going back as long as you want. It's back there a long, long ways and it's always provided value characteristics. Um, so I, I like it from a purity of the style play. And then sector and industry exposure is a big deal. And I, you know, I don't dislike energy per se, but I do think energy is a bigger risk to a portfolio, um, just like it provided a huge tailwind to provide that outperformance for AVUV. Um, it could quickly um, revert and um, cause a big headwind. So I just, I like the play on style as a macro call. And I think V gets me that comfort level of delivering what I'm looking for if I'm going to make a call into small cap value. Well, thank you, judges, for your great analysis. And according to my battle scorecard, this is a split decision between AVUV and SlyV, with uh, Todd favoring the actively managed AVUV, saying, listen, the relative cost for this is obviously a little bit higher than the index link ETFs in this matchup, but it's a, it's a modest cost on a relative basis compared to many other actively managed products. Also, the performance since inception for AVUV has been tremendous. It's beaten its peers. And uh, as he also mentioned, too, he thinks that uh, according to CFRA's research, that it will continue uh, to be a better play on small cap value. Mike, of course, making some strong arguments, liking the uh, purity of Sly V, also mentioning that it's uh, not as heavy in its energy exposure as AVUV. So that's something to definitely keep an eye on in terms of uh, what future performance may pretend. If that uh, trend continues, then obviously that would favor AVUV. If not, then uh, just be aware that uh, that could definitely favor SLYV. But again, great job to both of our judges for breaking it down in this small cap value battle. Well done. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Ron. It was great seeing you again, Todd. Well, that does it for this round of ETF battles. Again, a big thanks to our judges, Todd and Mike, for sorting through today's triple header. Great work. Be sure to visit the description section below this video. We've got uh, viewer resources like free ETF guides. We've also got online classes, free eBooks, We've also got links to our judges, along with our program sponsor, Direction Investments. Well, that does it for today's episode. Send us your ETF battle requests. Do that, again, in the comment section below or on our Twitter feed, at ETF Guide. I'm Rhonda Leggy. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. The Direction Daily S&P 500 Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker SPXL for the 3X Bull and XPSS for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the S&P 500 Index for a single day. The S&P 500 Index holdings include names such as Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, and Facebook. With index sector weightings including information technology, healthcare, financials, and consumer discretionary. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on S&P 500, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com.
Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services.